Presidential candidate Andrew Yang reached out to the new Saturday Night Live cast member who called him a racial slur, calling for forgiveness. We'll tell you about it. Plus, new research sheds light on the ways going to an evangelical college can affect your spiritual life. We'll bring you the unexpected findings. And last, an exciting new project from Lupita Nyong'o is headed for HBO. We'll tell you about it. It's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Happy Monday, everyone. I'm Cameron Strang. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. Those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, professional blog, or an online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. When you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. It's easy. You can do it. Go use Squarespace. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, live from Paris, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Cameron. Uh, you are you are half a day ahead of us over there. Yeah, that's true. We're getting towards the end of it over here. Is, is there anything we need to know about? You're in the future. I I, I don't want to open any sort of weird space time <laughs> continuum, letting you. But let, but but I would let me, let me tell you now. Buckle up. <laughs> Things are about to get wild. It is Monday. All right. Okay. Well, first up, an interesting development in the drama around SNL's latest hire. Tell us about it. Yeah. So last week, you probably heard about Shane Gillis one of SNL's three new cast members. Uh, After the announcement of his hire, a lot of new footage was dug up of Gillis using racist language against Asian and Asian Americans, leading to sort of a non-apology from Gillis in which he defended his comments as taking risks and pushing boundaries. Among the unearthed comments were Gillis's comments about Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang, the first Asian American to run for president as a Democrat. Gillis referred to Yang with a racial slur, one of the many comments that led to widespread calls for Gillis's firing. And how has Yang responded? Well, he did so over Twitter and he did so very thoughtfully. So first of all, Yang did congratulate Bowen Yang, another new SNL hire who is the show's first full-time Asian American cast member. Then he said, and this is directly quoting from his tweet, he said, Shane, I prefer a comedy that makes people think and doesn't take cheap shots, but I'm happy to sit down and talk with you if you'd like. He went on to say, for the record, I do not think he should lose his job. We would benefit from being more forgiving rather than punitive. We are all human. That's pretty gracious. I think I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, that's not the, uh, obviously, in this era, or really any era, that's not the go-to response for something like this. He kind of uh, explored these ideas a little further in a follow-up tweet a few hours later. He said, I've been called, these racial slurs, any number of times in my life. It can be extraordinarily hurtful to feel like you are somehow not part of the only country you have ever known. I have certainly felt that the churning sense of alienation, anger, and marginalization. And uh, this is a good reminder that while Gillis might believe that using racial slurs is pushing boundaries and taking risks, he's not really saying anything that schoolyard bullies haven't already said to Yang and any number of other Asian Americans in this country for hundreds of years now. 
Uh, SNL has yet to publicly respond to any of this. A little hard to see Gillis keeping his job after all of this, but it is uh, sort of interesting and very countercultural to see Yang Kong for this measure of grace in this instance. I I, I don't get it. I don't get that SNL hasn't responded. I don't get that. It's my opinion that, I mean, like, they, SNL is not going to shy away from controversy. I mean, they Pete Davidson says stupid stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. but it hasn't typically crossed the racism line, right. especially calling out a specific presidential candidate. I mean, that just seems like how can the corporate entity that owns SNL stand behind that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you wonder what's going on behind the scenes to make a... It, it's been four days now since these comments were unearthed, and it, it's, uh, it's surprising to me a little bit because these are also... These are not old comments. The most recent of these was in March of this year. Uh, so this it isn't like this is some sort of uh, a bad faith campaign against the guy. These are very recent ideas that he's put out there. Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, if you saw Chappelle's new... Uh, thing he's mm-hmm. he's even kind of taken on the fact that like you know what happened to Kevin Hart with the Oscars oh you're gonna go back 10 years and dig up some random tweet right, and then right. vilify him and, and I mean he got a lot of flack for defending you know <laughs> bad <laughs> bad bad comments in the past but yeah this isn't 10 years ago I mean this is in the last year this is current attitude that this cast member has I cannot imagine that they're going to move forward with them. That's crazy. Same here. Yeah, yeah, very, very strange. So we'll keep an eye on it. But uh, but I do, I, I know there's probably a lot of opinions out there about the right and wrong ways to respond to this. But Yang definitely taking a, a higher road here. It's nice yeah. to see. They go low, we go high. All right. Mm-hmm. So next, some interesting new research about students at Christian colleges and spiritual doubt. Tell us about it. Yeah, so new research from uh, Christian Higher Education says that students who choose to attend evangelical colleges are more likely to experience spiritual struggles than their mainstream and secular counterparts, uh, even more so than Christians who attend mainline Christian colleges. That's according to the research of a woman named Jennifer Carter. She's assistant professor of leadership at Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida. She analyzed the surveys of 14,000 students at 136 colleges and universities and found students at evangelical colleges are more likely to be uncertain of their beliefs and disillusioned with their Christian upbringing than other students. They were also more likely to say they felt distant from or angry at God than other Christian students who attend other colleges. Now, even more curiously to me, students at evangelical institutions tend to experience the opposite faith trajectory these other students. Christian students at most colleges and universities enter as freshmen feeling uncertain about their spiritual beliefs, but report feeling more confident in them by the time they're juniors. Students at evangelical colleges, on the other hand, go into college feeling very settled in their beliefs, but report more uncertainty by their junior year. It's absolutely something I observed going to a Christian Mm -hmm, college. You come in spiritually on fire and you look around and all the seniors are jaded and cynical. Mm. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> oh, for sure. What happens over these next four years? So did did uh, this did the study find a reason for the change? Well, a little bit. Most of it at this point anecdotal, although there is another part of the study coming out. Uh, looking at it now, it doesn't necessarily sound like good news, but according to a few professors that Carter spoke with, some of that is part of the plan. Some evangelical institutions deliberately challenge their students. Christianity Today spoke with Laurel Bunker, the Associate Vice President of Christian Formation at Bethel University in St. Paul, who said that most faculty expect some sort of spiritual struggle from their students and are equipped to guide them through it. Bunker said, we don't fear the struggle. What we're more concerned with is when students struggle in silence. 
It reminds me of at my own alma mater at Moody Bible Institute. I was told that being there is the best time in the world to be a heretic because you're around people who can kind of help shepherd you and guide you through those experiences. You've got a very big safety net as opposed to when you go after you graduate, when you're out in the world without these experts and authorities around you to sort of help you deal with your doubts. So that's why Moody very famously allows their students to drink, use experimental mm-hmm. drugs, and they they just welcome hedonism in the classroom. It, there, it, at Moody. it worked. It worked. It kept a lot of people in the straight and narrow. Not all of us, unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I think I hear good things about the other students. Oh wow! All right. Well, finally, an exciting new project from Lupita Nuango, one of our favorites. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, so we've heard rumors for a while that Nyango is working on an adaptation of Americana by Chimamanda Ngazi, which won the National Book Award for its portrayal of a Nigerian immigrant in America. Now we've got confirmation that Nyango is working with Denai Garira of The Walking Dead and Black Panther to bring the story to HBO as a miniseries. Uh, it also, at one point, was uh, was going to have David Ayelowo, our friend David Ayelowo, who we've spoken with a number of times, attached to the project. Not clear if he's going to stick around for the entire project, but still very cool to see some of our favorite actors coming together for a, a very good project around a book that uh, that I liked a lot. And I'm sure that a lot of people who've read it appreciate it a lot, too. So we're keeping an eye on this one for the future. Should be a 10-hour miniseries coming to HBO in the near future. Awesome. Well, thanks, Tyler. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. And for the latest, follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And finally, subscribe to our print magazine. Issue 101 is in the mail now. You don't want to miss it. And check out all of our other podcasts. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture and half a day in the future, apparently. So like, (laughs) uh, thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.